From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Thursday, February 3rd, 2022. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. All 88 of Ohio's counties are under a winter storm warning of some kind. ONN's Dave James reports. This storm is more or less splitting the state in half. North of a line from Cincinnati to Columbus to Youngstown will see the most snow. The National Weather Service says six inches to more than a foot will fall, with highest amounts to the north and west with lesser snow amounts to the south and east. But a path running through parts of southern and southeastern Ohio could see significant freezing rain develop later today that could pose a threat to tree limbs and power lines. Dave James, ONN News. There is also a flood watch for portions of far southeastern Ohio today due to heavy rain prior to the transition to freezing rain and snow. Parts of northern Ohio are expected to see anywhere from 9 to 16 inches of snowfall and ice over the next two days, and the state's snowplow drivers are working hard to keep up. Crystal Nealon is public information officer for the Ohio Department of Transportation's District 3 office, which includes eight counties in north-central and northeast Ohio. She says snowplow drivers have a lot of work ahead. Our routes could take anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half to complete, and if we're having the visibility issues that we're expecting, to get, our crews are going to have to slow down even more than that. Nealon added the District 3 office has around 300 drivers working in 12-hour shifts to keep the roads as clear as possible. Power companies in Ohio are on high alert as ice and snow threaten to knock out electrical service around the state. Yolanda Harris has more on what you can do to be ready. The AEP says they have 1,000 linemen around the state ready to go when the power goes out. The emergency preparedness manager says the power company is ready and you should be too. We're making our plans, making sure our people are ready. We ask your viewers to do the same thing. Uh, have a plan in place. Get batteries together, flashlight, get your emergency kit together. Make sure you charge your cell phones and computers, laptops, uh, so that you can use them if you need to. AEP also says they have 700 people on deck to specifically handle any fallen trees. I'm Yolanda Harris. There is concern about areas in the southern half of the state receiving a significant layer of ice on everything due to freezing rain. Kevin Landers spoke with arborist Phil Mallory. Tree trimmers are worried about the number of trees that will fall onto power lines under the weight of the ice. Quarter inch of ice, there's going to be a lot of significant damage. A lot of trees just can't stand that stress. If we get more than that, it'll uh, look like a bomb went off. Arborists are warning homeowners don't take ice-covered branches down by yourself. If they have ice on them, they are extremely heavy, much heavier than they normally would be, and extremely dangerous. Reporting in Westerville, Kevin Landers. Portable generators can be used to keep your family warm if your power goes out, but they can be dangerous if not used properly. Andrew Kinsey reports. Columbus Fire says it's important to remember to only use a generator outside in a well-ventilated area away from all doors and windows and vents. Also, connect it with a heavy-duty extension cord and make sure that you have a working carbon monoxide alarm nearby. If you're going to be using a generator that requires fossil fuels other than just uh, electric, you want to make sure that it's completely outside of your house when you use it. The exhaust is not coming into the house whatsoever because if it is, then there is a carbon monoxide issue. Now, it's important to note that the symptoms of carbon monoxide poisoning are similar to the flu. I'm Andrew Kinsey. 
While districts are still being redrawn for Ohio's legislative and congressional districts, the state closed the books on statewide candidate entries for the 2020 elections. The crowded race for an open U.S. Senate seat in Ohio topped out at 13 major party candidates. Governor Mike DeWine also drew three primary challengers, and Republican Secretary of State Frank LaRose drew two. Three statewide office holders, Attorney General Dave Yost, Treasurer Robert Sprague, and Auditor Keith Faber, all Republicans, face no same-party competition in May. The same is the case for two Ohio Supreme Court justices. Democratic candidates are running unopposed in all races except for governor and U.S. Senate. A Franklin County judge says prosecutors can introduce evidence for jurors to consider lesser offenses like reckless homicide in the upcoming murder trial of former physician William Husel. Yolanda Harris explains. Husel is accused of ordering potentially fatal doses of fentanyl be given to his patients. Now, he's charged with 14 counts of murder. His defense team had fought to stop prosecutors from instructing jurors to consider a lesser charge like reckless homicide, but the judge says it can happen. Russell's defense team also argued that state law gives him immunity, but the judge said that's a matter to be considered at trial. Hussle's trial starts February 14th. I'm Yolanda Harris. And the first head coach to lead the Cleveland Cavaliers when the team came into existence has died at the age of 89. Clay Gordon reports. NBA Hall of Fame coach Bill Fitch died peacefully late last night, surrounded by his family in Texas. According to a report from the Indiana Pacers head coach Rick Carlisle, who began his own career as a player and assistant under Fitch in the 1980s. Fitch coached five different teams across a 25-season NBA career, winning a league championship with the Boston Celtics in 81. However, his longest tenure with any organization came with the Cavs from 1970 to 79. I'm Clay Gordon. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network. 